0: This is Food First Michigan on 760 WJR, sponsored by the Food Bank Council of Michigan, creating a food-secure state, and by Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan. Now here are your hosts, Dr. Phil Knight and Jerry Brisson. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for listening. Michigan is now average. I know that doesn't sound like a riveting headline, but it really is. Jerry and I have talked about the effects of food insecurity on children for years, especially regarding their health as it relates to obesity. Their development as it relates to educational outcomes is often determined by their opportunities, which is determined by their zip codes. Their educational outcomes often determine their job opportunities, and therefore, their quality of life. Today, I'm happy to report that Michigan is a state that is now average. The reading level for all students in Michigan is up, and we are no longer in the bottom percentiles of states. Today, we are solid in the middle of the pack, ranking 28th out of 50 states in the District of Columbia. It may not seem like a cause for celebration, but when you've languished near the bottom for most of a decade, positive upward momentum matters. I made this point recently at the Lansing Economic Club during a panel discussion. Food insecurity, especially among children, is a we problem, we problem for us to solve. Because if a child is not well fed, they will never be well read. Parents, teachers, school administrators, nonprofits, and yes, businesses in every community have a vital and relevant interest in ensuring kids have access to the right foods. Why? Because in just a few years' time, the children today will be our workforce tomorrow, and if they aren't well fed, they'll never be well read. Reading is the gateway to knowledge, understanding, and the unlocking of potential. Today, our guest, a prominent business leader in Michigan, gets it. She is Yasmeen JC, the Michigan Market Executive for Citizens Commercial Bank. Yasmin is a passionate advocate for community-centric initiatives and a friend to our network. Join Yasmin, the incomparable Jerry Brisson, and me next on this edition of Food First Fishing. Everyone, we're here, Jerry Brisson. Great to see you in the studio. And Jerry, you get the rare and distinct privilege to welcome our guest into the studio today.
1: And it is a distinct privilege. Yasmin, it's great to see you again. We are so happy to be having you with us. We we had you up at Mackinac for a segment, and we said, oh man, that was so good, we want to have you back. But since then, we've done Hunger Free Summer together. You have been busy at the bank, and I know there's a lot of things to tell. About About just you know the wonderful busy and impactful life that you're living now but before we get to that yes we need your story we need to our our listeners want to know a little more about you you know how did someone from Canada get to be the Michigan
2: executive leader for Citizens Bank wow that's um, that is actually an interesting story and I have to tell you I never you know when I look at what I thought my future was going to be, I didn't expect that I'd have the privilege of sitting in this seat and and the privilege of actually doing so many phenomenal things with being in this seat. Uh, I started out, you know, a a child of four uh, to immigrant parents. And, you know, they worked very, very hard. And I was actually reflecting upon this on my way here because I was thinking, like, why do I, why am I so passionate about, you know, making sure that we... Eliminate food insecurity. Mm -hmm. And I think about my childhood and, you know, we really came from very, very, very little, you know, and I growing up, I was in an 1100 square foot home Hmm. and we shared that with six people. And every weekend we had probably about 40 to 60 guests. coming in and out. And at times I can tell you, this is not a stretch as a child. The only free carpet space was under the table. So like (laughs) I would sit there at times, but why I kind of reminisce about that is that, you know, my parents were so generous when it came to making sure everybody was fed. It was so important to them that they get that that everybody who walked through that door was fed they were in the kitchen they were cooking they were making sure people had enough to eat and it stemmed from this whole need for community and you know taking care of your community and i and i watched that growing up and i realized that that was such an important part of how i grew up and why i believe it's so important for everybody to continue to be Taken care of and fed well and and supported, and I say that kind of as a an entry because that was my childhood. And you know, my parents, to be honest, did not value education when I was growing up. They wanted all four of us, boys and girls, to graduate high school and go right into working, work on the line at. Uh, you know, at a a manufacturing company, uh, you know, work at the grocery store, work at the bread company. It didn't really matter. They wanted us to go get some financial security because that was what was important to them. So that kind of stayed with me as well. Um, Being financially secure, being able to take care of your family, again, something that I was really... uh, thought was really important. So in any case, I I, I did end up going to university. They were very happy with that. I graduated from college, went into business, finance, because again, their influence of being financially secure was extremely important. Uh, Took economics, did my master's, married an American, ended up in the United States, uh, was in the U.S. for 20 years, and I really got a sense of, you know, where I wanted to focus my efforts. There was a lot of important things that we could do as a community to help our community. And being with the bank uh, allowed me to be able to use my influence, use my uh, capabilities and my knowledge to you know, improve literacy and to give back to the community. And so that's kind of how I entered into banking. How I ended up into this seat, well, you know, I, so part of it's luck. Part of it is I work for an organization that values all the things that I value. They value oh. community. They value financial stability. And they value empowerment. And, and, you know, take charge. Get out there. Do what you can and, and help the community as much as possible. And,
1: of course, our, one of the things we've said on the show for a long time is everyone who has a vested interest in this ought to be involved in it. Right, so who benefits when food security is solved? Right, and now, how many employees f- fall under your region?
2: Wow, that's a great question. You know, I'm not exactly sure what the number. I want to say there are at least like three or four hundred employees in Michigan, um, and to be honest, we have seventy branches. We have a commercial team here we've got wealth asset management you know all the ancillary areas are covered in michigan this is a this is a market that we want to expand in we feel is extremely important and we want to cover because michigan is unique and we want to be able to cover that uniqueness uh, by hiring and keeping people in michigan
1: and of course as dr phil said in his monologue to get the workforce that you need and even the customers that you need you got to have people who are going to be successful and and we know that food security especially for children is what drives a lot of success later in life so so it it all the dots all get connected in there
0: you're, you're absolutely right i want to circle back to part of your story it's it's amazing to me Jerry, I don't know, we've been doing this show almost five years now and hundreds of guests. And the vast majority of them have had some intersection with food insecurity. It it left an indelible impression upon them. It shaped them. Mm-hmm. From your story, um, you didn't have a lot. You, you Sometimes you might not have had enough, but you might not have known it, but your parents did. I remember when me uh with With my parents, uh, it, it, I can distinctly remember uh, Tuesday nights were baloney night. Well, I just thought Tuesday nights were baloney night, right? But we were eating bologna because that's all we could afford. Mm-hmm. And it, it, when you think back through those life experiences and how they shape us, it's no wonder you have such a passion to see hunger. You know, taken away from the communities that you're serving,
2: yeah, no you're 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 absolutely right, and I think we all have those kind of stories i I think about the little things that my parents had to do, like you know. the the wax paper in the cereal boxes. So once we were done with the cereal boxes, my mom would take the wax paper and she'd wipe it down and she would use it to wrap our sandwiches and our lunches because she wasn't going to spend the money to buy you know, wax paper or a bag (laughs) to put it in. She would use that. I mean, they were just geniuses at making the dollar stretch to make sure that they could do whatever they could to put food on the table.
1: That's an amazing narrative. And I want to say... It's so our experience of the people we serve that they are doing amazing things to make ends meet like that. You know, the, the hero of the story isn't the food bank. The hero of the story is the person who's Always. making their life work, you know. And so, you know, your, your experience of your parents is reflected in what people are doing today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the strength of people that have lived experience with food insecurity
0: is, is amazing, And and is it the exact opposite what people removed from this think about the people that are suffering under the toxic stress of food insecurity? I mean, one, you know, I'm going to tell you you're dating yourself because most people listening to this show don't probably know what wax paper is
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> on the podcast it left side of this thing for sure um, but hey we want to talk a little bit more with you in the next couple of segments about food insecurity and the work of citizens bank and your job and why this is all so important and how you're working with our network uh, she's yasmine z she is the michigan market executive for citizens commercial bank that's Jerry Brisson, I'm Dr. Phil Knight, and the three of us are back with you in just a moment. Contact the Food Bank Council of Michigan at fbcmich.org. Now back to more Food First Michigan with Dr. Phil Knight and Jerry Brisson. Welcome back, everyone. Dr. Phil Knight here with Jerry Brisson and our guest, the market executive for Citizens Commercial Bank, I should say, Yasmin jay And Yasmin, incredible story there about your parents. Um, it's, a, it's amazing how this issue of food insecurity intersects into all of our lives, seemingly. Maybe not, I don't think everyone, I shouldn't say all, but it's just amazing to me how many successful people that we have come into the studio and and you would never you know like your face my face we don't look like the face of what people think of hunger Mm -hmm. but it's so prevalent across our communities in fact you know one of the things jerry says is that if your school district has free and reduced breakfast and lunch then you have food insecurity in your community. And so it's everywhere. And I'm happy to say that folks like you, leaders in the business community, as I said in the monologue, get it. So I understand a little bit now better why you get it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've, I'm thankful. It's inspiring to us in our work when leaders like yourself really get it. So thank you.
2: Thank you. Thank you for what you guys do.
0: Well, we're going to stay at it for sure, and this whole idea of staying at it together. Um, you guys have done some work together recently, I think.
1: We did. We, You know, uh, they warned her, but she came she did, to work with she, me anyway. She did and, anyway. Uh, wow. And uh, <laughs> actually, we've been working with citizens for, well, it's more than 10 years. Is it 15 yet? It's somewhere between there anyway. But uh, it was a long time ago when uh, citizens actually approached us and said, you know, we really, wanna, we really wanna do something significant with, with our contributions to the community and with our time and volunteering and everything. What ideas would you have about, you know, something that would really make a difference? And at the time, we knew that there was this spike in uh, people coming to get food help during the summer. And, you know, we kind of scratched our head about it. Like, why, why the summer, you know? What's going on in the summer that makes it so that people don't have as much food and and we finally learned it's because school is out and all these kids that are getting free and reduced breakfast and lunches at school aren't getting those during the summer. And it was this eye-opening moment, like you go, wow, gosh, that should have been more obvious earlier. And we were just learning that at the time. And what we worked out with Citizens Bank was a program to help bring attention to the issue so that we could generate community support for getting food to kids all summer long so when they came back to school in the fall they won't fall as far behind and it has turned out to be one of the most impactful pieces of work that we've ever begun and continue to do to change people's understanding of what's really happening in the community and that they can make a difference and matching the gifts uh, so that every dollar goes twice as far has motivated literally tens of thousands of people but more importantly has resulted and in literally millions of meals for kids and families... For many summers now, and so it's been a tremendous gift to the community, Um, a gift that you're carrying on for uh, for citizens and and for your own passion. So we're really grateful for that. And this is your first year through it. You 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 were forced uh, to be on TV with me a little bit, and uh, you know I I appreciate your willingness to do that. But uh, but what's your experience been like?
2: No, I have to tell you, it has been incredibly rewarding. And not just for me as as an individual, as part of this organization. I was very impressed with the efforts that we put forth because truth be told, it is critical that we find a way to ensure that uh, folks aren't having to choose between having a meal or buying medication or having a meal or getting their lights turned on. And this is something that people don't really have good knowledge about. Not a lot of people know these children go without food over the summer. Not a lot of people know what causes people to get to a point where they have you know food insecurity. Uh, and so it's important that we're out there and we're telling people these are the things that are going on, this is why these things happen, that it may not be in control of the individual who's going through it, but it is in our control to do something about it. And that's something that I tell our team all the time and there's just again it's not just me everybody feels so incredibly grateful to the mm. organization to gleaners to 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 looking for ways to solve this issue when I talk to the team we have such great involvement when it comes to community efforts we were just out to, to at your location not too long ago um, have a funny story to share with you on that
1: <laughs> good well I, I
2: think we were supposed to
1: be on the radio that day I think oh. the day you oh, yes. volunteered at Gleaners, you were supposed to be yeah. down here. And it was like, oh, well, Jerry, I'm going to your place. I'm like, dang, how did I manage that? I
2: know. I'm like, be on the radio or go help, you know, to package food at Gleaners. Be on the radio, help package food for Glean- I'm choosing packaging food for Gleaners.
0: That was awesome. Great choice. Great choice. Because now we got you back here and we got to do both things. Yeah, and I
2: get to tell you about how we had a phenomenal experience there. So well organized, so fulfilling, uh, and, you know, just everybody had such a great time. We, we, we it built our internal, you know, camaraderie and, you know, elevated voices within our organization so that they could talk about how they wanted to help. And it really just was a great experience all around. So kudos to your team, too. They They are wonderful.
1: They're the best. They're the best. I I love my team, and and your team is the best too. We've worked with them as volunteers for a long time. They're a great group every year. Who, who whichever ones you pick, or whichever ones can do it, uh, your team is is awesome, and uh, we're always proud to have you here. So, geez, I thought you told me I was the best. <laughs> well, what were the circumstances? Yeah, right. right yeah.
0: <laughs> very narrow, <laughs> very narrow. That's what they were. So. Um, You know, can we just camp there for just a minute? Because, you know, uh, the Food Bank Council of Michigan, where I work, represents the seven Feeding America food banks, and they serve all of Michigan's 83 counties. And part of every food bank's, you know, business model, I guess, is volunteers. So if you could, could say to other corporate and company leaders, based on your experience recently at volunteering... What would that message be to them across Michigan um, and and working with all of our network?
2: Yeah, I just wouldn't underestimate the power of your organization and getting that involvement. And and not just, again, we all want to be altruistic. We all want to give. We all want to put the time in to make sure that our efforts create change in the environment for the positive. But it's also something that can be done to elevate your team internally. Mm. They want to help. And when you do it together, you build a community within your own organization. And our team truly wanted to help. They truly wanted to get out there. And they... That was part of uh, citizens credo week and we'd have a credo week not just a day right and throughout credo week we think about ways to give back together we're brainstorming and and again this isn't just one area one line of business it's not accounting or marketing it's everybody that is in our Michigan area we we get together and we talk about how can we get closer we get closer by volunteering together and and striving to do well together. Um, so we did, you know, we did Gleaners. Uh, I have to tell you this real quick because it's just too funny. But at the end of the Gleaners event, we had a group photo. And you're, you know, one of the lovely folks who, who work at your organization said, hey, why don't we do a funny picture afterwards? Why doesn't everyone just jump? And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. So, of course, she says, one, two, three, jump. I'm the only one that jumped. <laughs> 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 so that's that's been posted on LinkedIn a few times already. But right. I say that because we we do that. We joke around with each other, and you don't get that collaboration and that that collegialness, I mean, if that's even a word, where you can actually get together and enjoy each other as human beings doing the right thing. And I just I can't overemphasize how important that is. Um, and we also did a, a serial drive. Our entire front area was filled with cereal boxes. One person even like went grocery st- shopping and filled their entire car with cereal boxes and brought it over. It was just... So heartwarming to see the kind of dedication that our team had.
1: And a lot of wax paper for sandwiches. And a lot of I wax mean, paper. I mean, as it turns out. Now, I wonder if my team colluded with your team to set you up for that. I yeah. really wonder, and I'm going to find out. I don't know the answer, but I'm going to find it's out.
0: Uh, so it's yasmine with hops. <laughs> so... I like it. I'm going to look that picture up on LinkedIn. we got to take a break here. But um, I, I also want to say, too, that, you know, what you described that experience and the benefits of your team sure seems to me like it beat the heck out of Trust Falls.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ropes, ropes, courses. Yeah. Right, yeah, all of it, all of it.
0: All right, we're back. Yasmine J.C., she is the market uh, Michigan Market Executive for Citizens Commercial Bank. Jerry Basson, Dr. Phil Knight, we're back with you in just a moment. Food first, Michigan. Once again here's Phil and Jerry. Welcome back everybody. Dr. Phil Knight here with you, Jerry Brisson and our very special guest, Yasmeen JC from Citizens who is the market executive. I don't really know what that means, but it sounds really like... Official. Oh, yeah, right. So, seriously, like uh, maybe even stressful. But, you you know, every time I see you, you're smiling. So I think you're having a, you're having, you know, living a full life and and, and finding that, that right balance with, uh, you know, spending a little bit of your life and investing a lot of your life both at work and then obviously with with our our work across the state. And so it's great to have you. Um, Jerry, in the last segment, I talked with you about, you know, the the work that you guys have done together. But, uh, Yasmeen, it sounds like you've got some 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 other activities that benefit our mission as well.
2: Yeah, we were very, very busy during the month of September. And one of the things, again, that I'm always, I've am always, i just been so impressed with this organization and the things that they do uh, to ensure people are doing the right things, and they make it fun. So one thing that we just did was the Step Up to Fight Hunger campaign. And the mm. Step Up to Fight Hunger campaign was where we developed these groups of six, right? Everybody kind of found their partners in crime. And they had a walking challenge, a steps challenge, and every time we met the goal to hit a certain number of steps per week as an organization, citizens contributed uh donated to fighting hunger oh. and it was just so uh, it, they 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 were it was, it was such a great event because again it, it hit on the two things we talked about helping people want to help and getting everybody to work together and be a team. And we had impressively, like I am so impressed by this, we had a 1,000 teams of six. a 1,000 teams wow. of six, over a 1,000, I shouldn't even undercut it. It was over a 1,000 teams of six. My team of six, which I was on a team that I didn't realize was as competitive
0: as they were going to be. We love those kind of teams, by the
2: way. And I signed up to this team and they're like, oh, by the way, we, have to have a minimum of fifteen thousand steps per day, and we expect twenty thousand steps per day.
1: <laughs> wow! Did you get one of those stand-up desks at that point with the little treadmill? <laughs> and...
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I, we our team ended up doing th- over three million steps. Wow. You know, wow. for the month of September, and um, we came in seventh place. So that was very impressive. Um, and you, so, wait a
0: minute. You how many steps, and you came in seventh?
2: Yeah. I know wow. we
0: have some. You got some steppers there.
2: <laughs> I've heard that there's a team out there that actually requires you to show them your steps on your device before you're allowed to join their team.
1: Oh, you like that. I like that. And all.
2: Like that a lot. For what? All to help, you know, the cause. All right. to help, you know, to make sure that we are doing our part to reduce food insecurity. And so you get to do this fun thing. You get to kind of rib each other you get to create fun names for your teams and you get to do some really great stuff um, so that's you know one of the things that we did and, and that's kind of through our citizens helping citizens fight hunger campaign for September um, and that's just one thing that we've been doing that really kind of motivates the team to do to do the right things
0: well there's a lot of a uh, benefit to that you know I'm thinking uh... I'm I'm think I'm I'm thinking about the health benefit to your team, <laughs> right? That's a lot of walking, a lot of steps that that we all should be doing. And uh but yeah, to still to do it to advance the mission of how do we create a food secure state? And you know, Yasmin, I I just can't emphasize enough that we're we're never going to solve this by ourselves. It will take um all of us. It is a we problem, Mm -hmm. and it's encouraging and inspiring to us to see that Citizens has taken this on as one of their priorities of how they make a difference in the community. Um, And again, I, I would just say, you know, a little bit of a challenge maybe to the rest of the corporate company folks across Michigan that, you know, let's get your... Let's get your own cloud shoes on here mm-hmm. and uh, and and pick up some steps for hunger. So that's a great, great, great cause and a great, great uh, event.
2: Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, we can all do our part, but organizations, I think, have a little bit more that they can provide. They can encourage. They can give. Like you know, I know a lot of them already do this. This isn't unique to citizens, but give time off to to be able to go out and volunteer. I know sure. we give time off, so. Our our folks don't have to, you know, lose time at work in order to be able to or pay at work in order to be able to give back. And every little bit counts. Sure. Right. It doesn't have to be a lot. Every individual can contribute something, whether it's a box of cereal or a dollar, whatever it is, everybody can contribute. And organizations can only just do their part to help organize their people in order to be able to allow them to be able to give that time and that that energy
1: you know I want to harken back to one thing from before that ties into what you just said and it really revolves around the idea of dignity Um, we know that food demonstrates value that that when you when somebody comes to your house and you offer them something to eat you're showing them you care about them right and and it is so much a part of our work is related to caring and and making sure people know they're cared about when you do efforts that anyone can participate in at a lot of different levels and and have a way to give back that's another way that you value people and you you are allowing everyone to have some you know, really positive experience, um, and of course, it's one of the ongoing goals of our of our work across the every every pantry that we work with and every mobile distribution is to try to make it as dignified as possible. We talked a little bit about the hero of the story is the family that's 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 doing their best to make it right. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the hero and heroine, if you will, of the story. Though heroine always has kind of a funny yeah, you know, of it means two things, right? Right. so we'll we'll make sure we mean you know the right thing here, but in any case, we know who the real heroes are mm-hmm. and supporting people and making sure that that their experiences uplift what they're working so hard to be and do uh is so important to everything that we do, and one other you know brief comment is you don't know what people are going through in their life. You know, you don't. Even mm. though you work with people every day, you just don't. You don't know who has a parent that's, that's struggling with something or or a child or a family member or someone in their life that's going through a really, really hard time or they themselves might be too. And so all these things that bind us together in a in the fabric of the community, there's so many th- impacts that you'll never know but they're happening every day when you care.
2: Yeah. No. You. You really have kind of hit the nail on the head. And, and the, the, the this is a win win win. There is no negative here when you do when you help. And again, help could be anything. It could be volunteering your time. It could be a smile. You know, just treat someone with respect. Uh, it could be anything. Anything can be considered charitable and 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 something good. And when we when we do right by our community we elevate the entire community. Very bad things start to diminish when we elevate our community, and we started out the conversation. When people are fed and they're healthy, despite what their circumstances were that got them there, none of us will really understand that, and we need to stop questioning that. We need to question, what can we do to make things better? And so you you get people fed, they they learn to, to, to be educated and they're able to be educated. It's easier for them to learn because they've got food, nutritious food in their belly. They go off and they become business people, teachers, nurses, good human beings who are able to give back into the community and help those that, you know, also then need help at that time. Right. It's it's this whole cycle. But we continue to elevate ourselves throughout and we get better and better. And hopefully at some point in time in my lifetime, we stamp out food insecurity.
0: <laughs> I'm with you. And uh, we're going to say that whole segment right there because that was beautifully stated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It really was. So, Yasmin, thanks for being with us. Not only for being here with us in the studio, but really for how you're investing your one handful of life.
2: Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Glad to be here. Glad to be with the two of you.
0: Uh, it's, it's a joy. It's, it's a privilege. Jerry and I are back to wrap up this edition of Food First Michigan. We're back. Jerry Brisson, Dr. Phil Knight, Yasmeen J.C., yeah. Michigan Market Executive. She's got a lot of responsibility, Jerry, yet... This mission of ours that she has bought into uh, really seems to be moving her, you know, not only in her spirit, but also in her
1: in her professional life. Well, the bank has been really supportive of her and she's really supportive of what the bank is trying to do for the community. and, And that's been a really good fit. And uh, it's been wonderful working with her at Gleaners, and, uh, and you know what I mean? Just sometimes it's the, the perfect things align, right? So we're always happy when that happens. We, we talk about the hope we maintain in this work, and certainly Yasmeen and her spirit and attitude is part of what keeps us hopeful.
0: Well, you know, let's camp there for just a second. Um, so we talk about millions I mean hundreds of millions of pounds of food that this network in Michigan alone, let alone what happens nationally through the Feeding America network. But I've said for years, I want to get your response to that today, kind of as a fresh perspective when you listen to someone like Yasmeen. Um, You know, you guys distribute protein, fresh dairy and and produce and shelf-stable items, lots of different kinds of food, the food that people want and need, right? Yeah, that's the goal. <clears throat> but it seems to me, since I've been involved in this work, the two
1: commodities that we trade in most are trust and hope. Yeah, I think that's right. And, and you know, just a little word of hope. I started doing this 35 years ago. Right around that, it might be thirty six by now. You know, you start losing track oh, after you're, thirty. Oh, you were ten years old. Yeah, <laughs> right. And uh, and at that time, the there was only a third of the number of pantries that there are today, and less than a tenth of the amount of food available to the community across the whole state of Michigan, not just in Southeast Michigan, right? The fact of the matter is investing in what we can do for our community and food security is already making a difference. It, it, it's so much better for people today to have access to food than it, than it was then. So you start looking at these arcs of time, and I do believe that food security can be addressed even though we haven't addressed all of the other problems that need to be addressed, whether it's poverty or racism or other social injustice, we can address food insecurity. And, and having people like Yasmin who are investing what they can do is a huge part of the reason why that can happen. I fully expect that 10 years from now, we will double again the impact that we can have on our hungry neighbors and for our hungry neighbors to celebrate the successes they can have in their life particularly having children who don't have to worry that they might be hungry or parents that have to worry about their children being hungry so so trust and hope yes but you know what we've done a lot and and it shows and the community benefits from it and we i mean it's we just continue to put one foot in front of the other. The steps that Yasmin talked about, it is the next fifteen thousand steps, right? Yeah,
0: right, for sure. Well Jerry, time for a little food for thought. What will it take to finally take hunger off the table in Michigan? Well that's a pretty large answer, but here's one thing it'll take. It'll take leadership like Yasmin JC from Citizens is demonstrating. One who gets that the the healthier we are in our communities, the quicker we will all reach our goal of having a self-sufficient community. And we know and believe that we do this, we accomplish this by putting and keeping Food First folks, Food First.